Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. It is Friday, December 14th. Happy soon-to-be holidays. Has Hanukkah started? I have no idea. I don't celebrate it. Yeah, I don't know. How many candles? <laughs> we are in the studio. It is Trey Brown and I, and then we enjoyed our time with Skylar Farwell so much we brought him back for today's episode. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. we got some beer reviews going as well, and we hope you enjoy Let's get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Again, it is Friday. The 14th of December, everybody should be wrapping up or maybe just starting their holiday preparations, uh, getting their presents bought. Did you guys go Christmas shopping yet? I've done a very little. Uh, uh, yeah, I went and uh, looked for some stuff. I didn't really find what I was looking for. I got a, one gift that was like, I've I've hit this, age, I don't know, we're all getting older, but I have a, a brother who's older than me. And, um, I think you reach a certain point in age where you're just like, if I want something, I just typically, if I want it bad enough, I just buy it. Right. And that's probably the biggest issue with me and Travis is there's like nothing you could ever buy us because we typically just buy what we want. Well, (laughs) he bought me, uh, he bought me a gift last year and, um, about a month ago he goes, Hey, do you remember what, uh, that, what I got you last year? Uh, it was just a pocket knife. He's like, uh, yeah, just give me that. It's like, okay, all right, that makes it easy. Sure, let's do that. And he, I knew what he's getting me a while ago too. It's like it's just the, the theater of it all. We have to wait to open it because it's like part of all of it, I guess. But it's it takes a little bit of the excitement out of it. But it's also like super clutch because you get exactly what you wanted. So I shopped for him and got that part done, which I was told to buy. So that's good. Easy peasy. I uh I procrastinate a lot, especially during the holidays. I get to like the 21st, 22nd of December. I'm like, fuck, I got a bunch of shit to buy like right now. Uh, I had that exact same feeling that I normally have on the 21st or the 22nd on like December 1st or December 2nd. I was like, oh shit, I got to get stuff done. I was like, oh fuck, I've got three weeks left. What the hell is going on? So that put me back into the phase of not doing anything, not buying anything. And so I'm going to have that feeling twice this year because I'm going to have it again like next week or two weeks from now. It's got to be a sign you're getting older and like more mature. That like instead of it being yeah. three days before the deadline, you're getting that anxiety like a month ahead yeah. instead of three. I guess so. Just no middleman for Dom. Like one day ahead of the deadline or no, no, no intermediate step. Just straight one month ahead. He's yeah. The, the same. There's no like anxiety. being prepared for anything. It's just like fly by the seat of my pants or like over prepare, overthink everything. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm still learning. Skyler, have you went shopping yet? I haven't. You got a big present to. coming up this year, maybe? Nope. Okay. Just making sure. Nope. No, I have not gone yet. I've been procrastinating just like you, Dom. Why wouldn't you? you know? Exactly. I don't know. Why wouldn't you? But. You're still no, I you're, usually you're still a scholar, so you're like pro at procrastinating, right? Being in yeah, school, you have to. You're really good at it. I don't <clears> think you grow out of that. 
No, you just get a little bit better at it. But yeah, in well, college, you do those amazing things. Especially for being in school so long, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you go, when you get your, you know, your undergrad, you've got that degree already, and you decide I'm going to go back to school and go to law school. You're just like ramming home those procrastination skills. Yeah. So you're pretty good at you, you know. I was just thinking about this the other day, actually, procrastination, because I was procrastinating <laughs> and I wanted to know why I do this to myself every semester, because I will, I will wait until the last two weeks to start to study when I could start two months before, save myself all the stress. Um, <laughs> but without fail, every semester, I will wait till the very last minute. Well, and, and reading about it, did you learn anything about yourself? Like, did they tell you psychologically why you procrastinate or what? I didn't read about it. I was just oh. talking to myself in the car after one of my finals. <laughs> you were looking in the mirror. <laughs> why do you do this? Yeah. It's, it makes you much. more efficient, though, right? I mean, you could bring that up, like, in your interviews or whatever. Say, hey, I was the king of procrastination in college, but that also made me very good at being efficient. Working under pressure. Working under pressure. Time management skills aren't there until it comes crunch time, and then, mm-hmm. you know, that and that's the thing too is, I feel like with most pe- people, you know, I feel I feel like everyone procrastinates, you know, in yeah. one way or another. Some people are better about getting things done that they need to get done, but everyone does it. But the thing is, everybody is good at it because somehow they they always allow themselves enough time to get whatever it is they need to get done. Well, done. the thing is too, is that when it comes to like things that are important, you've got to get it done. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't yeah. matter if you've got two weeks or you've got 16 hours, if you've got to get it done, then the mind is a powerful thing. Trey Brown. It is. And it's like, well, you just said it, like you get more creative and like you figure out <clears throat> how to use time like the most efficiently, even though you're like using it in the most inefficient way possible by crunching it all together. It's sort of like, it's sort of like people who say that if you find a creative or better way to get something done, you're like, you're lazy, but it's kind of true. Like if you're lazy, you're going to find the, you're going to find the easiest way or like the most efficient way to get something done. That's who one of the, there's a famous, is it, Someone quoted and said, I always give my toughest tasks to my most lazy associates or something. Yeah, it's Bill Gates, wasn't it? Is it Bill Gates? Yeah. I knew it was somebody. I'm not a business man. I I think it was Bill Gates. And it's like kind of true. Same thing. Lawyers probably all procrastinate. Yeah. Give them a deadline. They're going to use the whole thing. Might as well. Might as well. Speaking of procrastination, we've got a beer called Hibernation. (laughs) Shins. Hmm. The Shins. Hibernation Ale. This is a, uh, what is this? English style old ale. Where is this from? I don't Brewed even know. and canned by Great Divide Brewing Co., Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay, there it is. Great Divide Brewing Co. So that's next door neighbors. We've been getting a lot of local stuff. I mean, this isn't yeah. local necessarily, but I next mean, door neighbor, close enough. Pretty regional, yeah. Yeah, regional. We've been getting, uh, trying some beers from Nebraska. Had a couple from Missouri. Of course, all those ones from Kansas that we've tried so far, that we've tried so far. Hard words. Hibernation ale. English style old ale, just like Trey said. I think I've had a great divide beer before. I've not. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I have. Um Yeah, this is nice. I so far. I'm not all the way through it, but we've had an English style ale mm-hmm. before. I'm trying to remember it was it's that one. 
Hmm? It was an English style brown ale or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's that one with the goofy ass can with all the shit on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that today. It's from the one in McPherson, right? Gooch. It's Gooch, was I think. It? I don't remember. I remember Gooch it was one with all the goofy people on it because it looked like there was all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, it was from yeah that place out west. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What makes it English style? I looked this up before. Mean? Yeah, I I'm getting some weird like, it's not deja vu. What is it called? Deja, deja vu, vu is when it happens in your dreams. Like you come up with stuff in your dreams that no, deja you recall. Vu is, no, I think deja vu is awake. I don't think so. I thought it is. Yeah, a, it is. Well, deja vu is just your brain trying to like relate something that you've experienced and make it like more. It's trying to apply a past memory to a current situation. I think. There right? you go. So what is it called when the exact same thing happens, but in the past? Time travel. (laughs) Like Trey did this, like, I don't know, (laughs) two months ago. We were wondering what an English style ale was and Trey Googled it. And that's happening right now. Coincidence? I don't know. Coincidence? (laughs) I I was right there with you. I was like, sure. I think think we read the brown ale. So so here's, here's just, I looked up. I looked up English style ale and Wikipedia. It's came probably up in your fucking history still. Beer in England? No, no way. No, no way is it left oh. in my history. <laughs> <laughs> um, beer in England. <laughs> beer in England has been brewed for hundreds of years. As a beer brewing country, England is known for its top fermented cask beer, also called real ale, which finishes mat- maturing. I said maturing. I don't know what the word that, that sounds better. Maturing in a cellar of the pub rather than at the brewery and is served with only natural carbonation. Okay. English style beers include bitter, mild brown ale, and old style or old ale. Stout, porter, and Indian pale ale were also originally brewed in London. So instead of sitting in big things, they ferment in the bottles and they just serve right out of that. Hmm. I so guess. creative. You know, people who make alcoholic beverages like just find the most peculiar is that is that the right word odd ways to places to ferment their alcohol yeah like i was in santorini and they used grapes from the island to make the wine but then they fermented it in the ocean like at a at like a depth of like 200 feet or something like that did it make it to taste get, different yeah i gave it like a salty body or something like that how much um, is a, how much of that is bullshit? I call bullshit on like eighty. No, oh, I'm serious. I'm not saying you're, I, but personally, I don't understand it. They're just saying, okay, where are people not ferment their shit at? Oh, in the ocean. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, and then people and then sprinkle buy some cause... salt in there. Yeah. Do you drink wine a lot? You drink wine, right? Occasionally, my girlfriend drinks a lot of wine. What's your favorite kind? That's a good question. In turn, Any what kind, kind do you drink the most? What kind do I? I like red wine. Over white wine, I guess. So, like, Cabernets, you like, like, dry red wines? Like dry, yeah. 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 Dude, so I was, like, um, I drink a lot of different kinds of stuff. I'm not too, like, one way. Like, I don't just drink beer, just drink alcohol or whiskey or something. But I've been trying to, to learn how to drink wine over the years. Um, and, and Joe, actually, at our last house, him and Maddie always would drink wine. And I would always be like, man, I need to learn how to drink that. Just because it seems like something a man should know. Like, yeah. you should know your head from your ass when it comes to wine. That's good for you, too, if you get the right wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tannins or whatever. It's, no, that's something about the taste. What is it? What is it? Antioxidants? Know, yeah. Antioxidants. That's right, okay. Tannins yep. is something to do with flavor. Either way, it doesn't matter. But um, you always talk about people saying you got to pair the wine with something 
correct? Like, right. oh, you need to do oh, this yeah. with this. Well, <clears throat> you know, really dry red wines, they always say to eat with like a juicy, like succulent steak, like a real like moist steak. <laughs> and uh, I always thought that was bullshit. I'm like, if it tastes bad now, it's going to taste just as bad. And dude, we, <laughs> we cooked like fat steaks like every probably like a 16 or 18 ounce steak and we had we probably went through three bottles of wine while we were eating that it is a completely different experience like it's it is truly like way better when you actually pair it like you're supposed to because the dry you know like dry kind of makes you kind of like eh, like it gives yeah. you like that flavor like it doesn't happen when you you eat a steak with it hmm. it huh. just it almost makes it sweeter it's kind of weird yeah i don't have really a lot of experience with like expensive wines and things like that we did get a a nice bottle one time, Claire and I, <clears throat> I think this is before we were 21 and we had Mike who's on the podcast as well. I don't know if it was expensive or not. He just went and got it. He brought it back to us when we were at the house or whatever. And, uh, we popped it open and it was, it was a red wine and it was very, very, very dry, but it was spicy too. Mm-hmm. Like picante spicy. <laughs> it was insane. So that's like really the only other like the only experience I have other than you know like a box wine like a what do they call that the box wine slap the bag slap the bag Franzia yeah Franzia right there yeah what'd you say I said you know about the box wine I do I'm not ashamed to admit it your wedding Curtis ripped a bag out of one of the boxes and started you remember that yeah that might have been my fault I think we talked about this right. I don't know. I know that my white shirt got ruined for sure. It's gone. So that was partially my fault, I think. Mostly Curtis's fault. <laughs> he was walking around like a kid with, I don't know, he's like a kid at show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> the kid at show and tell with this Franzia bag that we were slapping the bag, obviously. And I obviously slapped it and started drinking out of it. Well, before I could get the nozzle closed... He was on to the next person, and that was you, because you were right next to me. And uh, oh yeah, I can't remember. So that. the nozzle wasn't completely closed. Curtis was in a hurry, and uh, Trey's shirt got ruined. But like I said, I, actually, yeah, we did talk about that. I think I said that shirt made it through like six weddings. So it did its it, time. It lived its life. I think yeah. it went out in honor. Yeah, we need to burn it in like a in like a shoebox. Sing a song like for a flag. Like burn it like a flag. Yeah. Send it out on a pyre <laughs> on a Melbourne Lake. <laughs> you could go get go get a bow and arrow, light some things on fire so you can hit it. That's funny. What the fuck are those kids doing? That shirt, man, it died. Now, uh, yeah, we maybe that's what we do too. We learn how to drink wine on here. Just go through it. That's the one thing that I don't like about wine is the headache it gives you, though. Yeah, all the sugar. Oh. Well, if people start listening to the podcast and following us on Twitter and stuff, maybe we'll do more than two podcasts a week, and we can do a Wine Wednesday podcast. Whoa. Whoa. That'd suck. Do like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing, and then, you know, Monday, Fridays are our beer reviews, and then Wednesdays we do the Wine Wednesday. I Culture ourselves. That. Yeah. So to speak. Do a little swirl in there, or is that whiskey? Yeah. Both? Uh, I think it's wine. I don't know. I don't know. I have those, um, I got two actually of those whiskey glasses that you freeze the ice in and it goes like at an angle or whatever. Oh yeah. So it's like half ice cube, half whatever you want in it. I still haven't used it yet. Does it start wrapping at you when you pull it out? Since it's half ice cube, <laughs> starts putting down some fat, some fat lyrics. <laughs> ice cube will swarm. That's a fucking highbrow joke right there. I know. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's a real sophisticated brand of humor that I, that I bring. Yeah. Yeah. 
Some people, that's why we keep for your, some people, it's not for others. That's okay. why we keep you around. Yeah. So, you've been across the pond to Italy, I guess, more specifically. Where else have you traveled over in the European countries? Well, Italy is kind of where I stayed. I studied abroad there. And then we had weekends to go travel where we wanted to travel. So, I've been to Which Hungary. is like a short train ride. To anywhere you want to go, basically. Yeah, sure, you could take train, but faster if you just fly. Okay, fucking <laughs> rich pants over here. Jesus Christ. Flex on everybody. Well, I mean, yeah. over there. Weird flex, can, but okay. I mean, international <laughs> yeah, flights. It's yeah. just like, you yeah. know, because everything's connected anyways. So you can fly for relatively cheap, you know, here and there. I forgot you studied abroad. Yeah, I kind of forgot that too. Me too. How long was it? <laughs> four weeks. Oh, so oh it wasn't like a whole okay, semester. Yeah. No, no, no. Anyways. Yeah, that was four, four weeks of classes, I think. Um, so you didn't really study abroad. You just took a short vacation and then fucking learned some stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, what was the class you supposedly? You, you supposedly. <laughs> took a mythology class. Oh, my. kind of cool. That'd be badass. It was kind of a filler class. And then I took some economic class that fulfilled one of my requirements at K-State. But the mythology class was pretty cool because, I mean, the museum, I mean, that's where the mythology happened, you know, it was Italy yeah. and Italy and... Greece, Greece, I think. And Greece, and, yeah. So we went on a few field trips and saw some pretty cool original statues. Statues? statues. How do you say that? Statues. statues. No T. Oh, you yeah. got your uh, yeah. Yeah. lawyer also brain on. One statue. Just one saw some really cool statues <laughs> when I was in uh, Italy. Statues. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. I'd like to go over there. I've never been. Yeah, it's a bucket list thing I've for me. Been to Mexico for our buddy's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the only time I've been out of the country. Oh. Hungary was is was really really cool. They had uh, Budapest, Hungary, which is the capital of Hungary, is really like a really cool like young life scene. They have these things called ruin pubs, and so they're these really really old marketplaces that have been turned into giant pubs. And so every night it's just like a giant party in this pub with all this weird stuff on the walls, and they have like. 10 different bars within the Ruin Pub, and it's pretty fun. Ruin, like Ruin Pub? Ruin Pub? Like yeah. R-U-I-N? R-U-I-N. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, so it's just a bar that they say every night, we're going to just fuck this bar Ruin up real this quick. Ruin this motherfucker? Yeah, let's just no, f- trash this place. And then on Sundays, it's actually, they clean it all up, and it's actually like a farmer's market. That's crazy. Wow. Farmer's markets around here are just a parking lot of like a fucking mall. Yeah. Parking lot of a mall, you can go get some vegetables. Yeah, it's just Amish people. Yeah. A couple little knickknacks, have a coffee. Speaking of Amish, London has gained some uh, new citizens. Yeah. They said 70 total, right? Really? I thought that's what they said, like 20-some families. Yeah, I, th- well, I think it's up there. So these are like Amish Amish. <clears throat> so this yeah, is like so. riding horse horse and buggy everywhere no have you technology. got have you experienced them yet yes i saw them on the freaking dragoon bridge. i saw them on dragoon bridge I, one I time too pants i'm like i don't like i that. didn't know what it was i just see these two little lamps these little lanterns basically and it's pitch black outside it was at night and i didn't know what it was i thought it was like a car on the side of the road well claire and i drive by like we're going north and they're heading back south sure as shit fucking horse and buggy at 10 at night or whatever what heading yeah. the other way they got a lot of balls, man. Those they got a lot of trust in those horses not to spook, man. 
I guess. Like, I think that thing just like fucking and took off. Like, on what are the you gonna highway? do? Yeah. Yeah. Right Not only on the highway, but on Dragon Bridge, where it's like nowhere that you can't yeah. go anywhere else. Can you do that? I mean, did they have? Could you see them well mm. enough? For the yeah, I mean, you could see them. They, they had. They've got to have some sort of generator. They've got a generator on their buggy of some sort. Oh, so they had headlights. They've got headlights, headlights, okay. lights, pretty much. And yeah, the, there's like a big reflective triangle, like you'd see at a traffic stop. Yeah, too. which I think you're required to have the headlights and taillights. That's probably why yeah. they have it. But I think they're allowed to have little generators like that and maybe like little single horse engines for something, uh, cultivating crops or something like that. I don't know. But basically, they moved in and they bought like Locust Point or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been buying up property. And someone then told stripping me just, the fucking electricity out of it. Yeah, someone told me they were like <laughs> just walking to people and just offering them cash for yeah. what, like more than what their place was worth. Like here's straight cash. That'd be pretty hard to turn down. That is wild. That's like that. Do you guys watch that documentary on Netflix, The uh, uh-uh. Wild Wild West? Or something? I watched like three episodes of it. That was something else. That was something else. How did that not like, how's that not, have you not seen it? You told me about it and you made it sound like you watched all of it and it was really good and you recommended it and I never watched it. I think I maybe, maybe I watched more than that, but I don't think I finished it all. It, it It's like something that you think you'd learn more about in history class. I've never heard of it. Me neither. Yeah. They're trying to hide it from you. I don't even know what it's about. What's it about? What would you call him? Uh, uh, what was the word? Shaman? That's not right. Kind of a leader, I guess. Like a cult? In basic terms. I mean, people called it a cult, but you know the people that were in it, yeah, defended that. But yeah, it was just like a group of people, a community of people who just wanted to be their own community and be self sufficient. And but the thing was, it was a lot of very intelligent people were attracted to this, and they joined this. It started in didn't start in the United States, India, and yeah. And they moved up camp because people were getting upset there or something. I can't remember all the details. And they moved to some town in Oregon, some real small town, kind of like London. And I guess one one day there's some people, because they all wore orange, like orange jumpsuits, well, orange anything. And a few people showed up in orange. It's fucking exactly like London. This sounds like London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were playing the Eye of the Tiger when they walked in. Yeah. <laughs> They're all eating Buzzard's pizza. <laughs> that could happen. I mean, it could happen. We're just getting swarmed in Linden, Kansas. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it, uh, I don't know how it all ended. I just know there's like a lot of animosity. Hold um, on. Oh, yeah. A lot of animosity because it, uh, obviously it's a bunch of like small town people and they're like, oh, they're here to, they're here to like well, take you got, over. You got that choice too, right? Like there's not a lot of space. So if they're coming to buy, like they're coming to pay cash and it's going to be double the amount of what land costs. I mean, you've got the right to tell them no, obviously, mm-hmm. but some people might not. Some people might take the cash and everything like that. But yeah, they were, <laughs> they're like buying these, they're buying these houses, they're buying these buildings and they're stripping all the electricity out of it. They went over to like, uh, Jerry's Thriftway and like the, uh, that grocery store in Overbrook or whatever mm-hmm. and were requesting them to put up, uh, what do they call this? Like hitching uh, posts? Yeah, hitching posts. They were putting hitching posts up. Or Horses. wanted to push up. No kidding. Put hitching posts up. Yeah. Did they put Crazy. up the posts? I don't know. I mean, haven't, been, haven't been to check it out. Haven't been. Call them. Like get them on the phone. There, I guess. You... 
I mean, business is business. Just, yeah, business is business. Exactly. If they're yeah. going to come spend money, I mean, I'd probably put Hitchie Post up. <laughs> That's Get crazy. rid of those fucking handicap spots. So they're probably taking their monthly trip up to over, over to the grocery store. That's probably what they were doing Dude. at 10 o'clock at night. They were going to Jerry's Thriftway, and it takes them that long to get there. You imagine they probably like the biggest Yeti cooler on earth. In the back seat, it's probably not an actual Yeti cooler though. It's something that's way fucking better, and they made out of like straw and sheep wool. <laughs> sheep wool, I don't know. like some sort of spun down fat that they yeah. made into thick walls or something. Yeah. Some Yeti hide, <laughs> some real, some real cow hide. This isn't a Yeti boy. This is a bull. Yeah. That could, that could be. I don't know. Wow, that's really interesting. I didn't know all that. Yeah, they're taking over, trying to anyway. But yeah, they're like actual Amish, not like those Mennonites that we have around. Yeah, and that that whole group like left, didn't they? They had that bakery and stuff. And they they get ran out. I thought they did. Shit, I don't know. They have, they have a school. It, but South. no one's been there in a while. I think it's really? empty. Huh. Pretty sure. I don't know, but they had a really good deli. That deli is cool. Amish Amish people know how to bake, man. Yeah, they know how to build furniture too and houses. Yeah, you see, you know that Family Guy bit? <laughs> they shoot down the house and yeah. they just build back up. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, speaking of like Linden community in high school, this isn't ha- has nothing to do with Linden, so to speak. But did you guys see the story about the high school or no, it's junior high teacher, right? Uh, it was eighth grader or a freshman. Yeah, right the teacher the that was caught. And arrested for sending nudie pics to her student or one of the students. She was like a... She's like she? an ex-Miss something. Whatever state yeah, she's from. Miss America or Miss Mississippi. I don't know. Miss Unsolicited? I don't know. I, I didn't dive too can't far. imagine that, that it was unsolicited, but I could be wrong. Solicited? Solicited? I don't know. My brain's broken. I don't know, man. But she First of all... These yeah. yeah. I, so... How do you get a teacher's number like that? Like, I never really had any of the teacher's numbers growing up. I mean, you'd have your coach's number or whatever like that, but I never had my English teacher's phone number. No, I didn't either. Okay. Skyler did. I did. Yeah, but you were in like groups with her, your teacher, right? Yeah. Like Like FCA and FCA and stuff. That makes sense. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I probably liked our class. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did. Is this part of to admit something? Is this a little Me Too movement going on here? No, I'm just saying she enjoyed our class. I never had her as a teacher, but I had like so like for the same reason you probably had hers. I probably I like Miss Patterson's from FBLA. Yeah, like I went to to NFLC with them, so I mean I had their their phone number, but but these things are happening like all the time now. Every day, yeah, every day. Could you imagine? Like (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) Excuse me. Hands in the air. Can you imagine? like he had to have been like bragging about it. That's how he got busted, right? Do, did they ever say? Like he was like telling his friends, like, "Look at this." You wouldn't imagine. The only thing that I can think of is like his mom found out or something. Oh yeah, it could be true. Surely his parents found out because, I mean, if those are your boys, yeah, they wouldn't be flapping their gums too hard. <laughs> or it's his know. boys. His boys' mom said something. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure there was some bragging involved, and what kind of ex- slipped to the wrong? That's such an experience, man. That ne- I mean, it never happened to me, but... No, I'm kind of surprised it didn't. I, mean, I wasn't exactly back. trying. Yeah, but we were some sexy little guys back then. <laughs> Maybe it's because of the... Uh, well, I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to go there, but... <clears throat> I wasn't exactly like trying to slang pipe on any of the teachers, if you know what I'm saying. No, I definitely can sympathize with what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. If- we just had some good 
nothing like that would ever happen because we had such professional. How long would it take for that to get out in Linden, Kansas? Probably like negative 45 minutes. Like it would have happened <laughs> yeah. before it happened. Well, they'd see someone's car at somebody's house. And oh, be all shit. <laughs> what a nightmare situation. No, that never happens. I mean, I don't know. It's just weird to me. And it's only, maybe it's just the way that the, the media portrays it, I guess. But you only see like women teachers there now in that spot. More often than not, yeah. Like now, yeah. Anyway, maybe it's because they're not talking so much about the the male teachers that are like having these relations with female or non female, yeah, students. I don't know. It's just kind of the gender identity part. Like it feels kind of like they would expect a man that was doing that to be like taking advantage of the situation yeah and like not that a woman's not but i guess it's the perception of the whole circumstance like i don't know i don't know if it's just me either but i mean i don't see it at the same level as the other way around gender wise am i wrong like what do you mean like i don't see a female teacher sending pics to a 14 year old kid a 14 year old dude and he's like no. as bad as a male teacher sending it to a girl. I think it's just that because I agree. With, I mean, I tend to agree with you. I think it's just that it's like the perception of like this, the 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 strength and the sexes, right? Like the idea is that men are like the dominating. Not that that's right or wrong. I'm yeah, not yeah, supporting yeah. No. either way. But the perception is that men are much more uh, uh, the dominating sex. So like if they're doing that, they're being like, it's just really taking, taking advantage. advantage yeah. If a female teacher does it, it's not. It's like. Which it can happen, obviously. It yeah. can happen and it does happen. And we're not saying that. Either case, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. yeah, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, Super if you're in that situation as a 14-year-old kid, as a like male, your freshman year in high school or whatever, and you got a smoke show of a teacher that's sending <laughs> you tit pics. I mean, I'm not going to like end up in the fetal position crying about it. That's all. First off, that is the biggest fucking secret you got to hide. Oh, you guard that shit with your life. No, oh, you just hit the. You just like you just won the lottery, kind of. That's like a big moment you'll forever remember. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get all your friends together in a room. That's like secluded. No, make sure it's not wiretapped or anything like that. True blood pack. That's yeah, like true blood. blood yeah, sure. yeah, blood yeah. oath. Make sure everybody's sober. Um, because <laughs> if you tell somebody when they're drunk, they're gonna forget that you told them, and yeah, it's gonna. What I'm it's about to show you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you get everybody in a room. Yeah, you take your pocket knife out and everybody cuts themselves <laughs> and says, you cannot fucking tell anybody, but I just hooked up with Mrs. So-and-so. Mrs. So-and-so. They ran the back out of her. <laughs> just put a dent in her. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely, just absolutely yeah. destroyed. Yeah. It, I don't know. Yeah, that would have been, I don't know how it would have reacted because it's always like something, it's always nice to speculate how you'd react, but I don't think it would have affected me super I don't know. I it wouldn't have like scarred me or something. And it's like I was. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't so know. how many years did she get? Do you know? I don't know. It if just she got happened. Anything, like yeah. it just came out oh, like okay. a month ago. So it's not anywhere near a sentencing. I think that's how that works, right, lawyer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's crazy though. Yeah, that's something that I would just never say anything about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell you like I'd probably tell you guys like right now, like when we were exactly, twenty four, twenty five like, years old. <laughs> hey, you remember uh Mrs. Uh, fat ass back the math teacher and when we were in freshman? Yeah, 
fucking gave her a good dickin'. <laughs> I slapped her in the face. <laughs> you guys wouldn't believe me, obviously. No, no, no way. way you would believe me. No but. way. But that's probably the neat. That's exactly why they like these kids get this like really big. Like I have to tell them because they'll never believe me if yeah, I don't. That's true. Fuck. I don't know what happened after. Uh, I, another thing is like I don't know. That I don't investigate all this stuff, but it always seems. Like, it doesn't seem like it's something that would happen in Linden because it is so yeah. tight knit. But I don't know. It could be that this teacher that was down there just did that in a town of 1,100 people, too. I don't know. Maybe they did. But <laughs> Well, you think the student had to, like, instigate it in some way, right? Yeah, I would think. At least I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't I can... know. I've never been in the situation. I don't know. I just can't imagine that a reasonable person who's attracted to younger men would take that big of a leap in the dark and send an unsolicited picture to Surely a 15-year-old. It could happen. You never know. I mean, I don't know. Who's to say that she didn't just like start sending him a bunch of fucking tit pics and maybe he was the one that turned her in. I don't know. Maybe he's like, I'm he's tired like, of this. Stop sending these to me. Ooh. Which if that happened to one of you guys, would be like, bro. Oh, I would roast you for the rest <laughs> of your life. Skyler, hand me that bottle opener, would you? Or use it first and then hand it to me. Am I blind? Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Ice Cube will swarm. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on in the news lately. That's just the most recent thing that I've seen. Um, We're going to pop open another beer here, I think. But let's talk about hibernation uh, ale from, where was it? Divide? Yeah. What is it? The Great By Great Divide. Great Divide Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. I think it's good. At, it's, I mean, that English style ale, and I, I just recall that I think it was the Gooch ale. It could, definitely could have been. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was the Gooch ale. They taste very similar, and it's just that style of ale. I guess it's very dark. Not very dark. I guess it's dark. It's a, it's a, dark it's a brown beer. ale, kind of. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. It wasn't. Um, it sort of. Maybe I'm being like too lame when I say this, but it kind of tastes like the rest of them, like. They seem very similar, uh, same kind of, I mean, I guess that's the idea if it's the same style that it should sort of taste the same and have the same kind of qualities, but it tasted really similar. Um, had a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of that same, like almost like stout, but not quite a stout taste. Yeah. Tasted like a snowy beer. Man. Like a beer you would, you would want to drink right after you get got done skiing. Right off the slopes in your gear. Yeah. Put your goggles on your helmet. Yep. What are the little things you? What are they? What are they called? Just sticks? Poles? I don't know. Poles? Ski poles? Do you ski or do you snowboard? I ski. Only been twice. Why don't you snowboard? I'd like to. Skiing's just so much fun. I'd really like to go sometime. Me too. Why wouldn't you shred on a snowboard though? Think about that. Like psh, 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 that. Oh, I've heard it's fun. You can you can do a lot more, but I heard it's very tough. Uh, yeah. Everybody says it's, it's a lot harder. It's than tough skiing. to learn, but I think. They also say once you've got it, you've got it type of thing. You know, just it's kinda... also one of those things I've always heard is like if you have like coordination and balance, it's not. Yeah. I got people who went their first time and figured it out the first day. Yeah. Snowboarding? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they figured it out, we could surely figure surely. it out. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> All right. We're moving on to another beer. Skyler, tell us what the beer Actually, is. Actually, no. What are we doing here? Hibernation Ale. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't think we did this on either of the beers that we had earlier this no, we week drank or a last lot, week. Though. We did drink a lot and we forgot a lot. Um, so we do, Skylar, you're probably not familiar because we didn't do it last time, but 
Uh, it's just a thumbs up, thumbs down review. Would you drink it again, buy it again, or would you recommend that a friend purchased it to consume? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. I think thumbs up. I'd drink thumbs it again, up. especially thumbs this time well. of year. Yeah, it's just uh, it's very seasonal. Makes me want to uh, go take a nap for three months or so. Yeah. Makes me want to eat a, a bunch that, of fucking like hibernate food. or something. Oh, is it? Eat I a bunch so. of food and then just hide in a cave for eat a bunch of stuff so you can't poop, springtime. pack up the bee hole. Eight point seven percent alcohol by volume. No way. Yes. Yeah. Holy I shit. I just saw that. Holy shnikes. It good did for not them. taste that strong. No, good for them. Well done. <laughs> it's a cool can. I like those colors. I really like like the the uh the blue combo here, the dark blue with the uh what do they call that? Probably like sky a, blue. It looks like a tar heel blue. Yeah, yeah. tar heel blue. I could I could see that. It's good. These Winter. guys cross country skiing on it because he's not on a mountain, so he's just he's got a little pea shooter in his back pocket. He's practicing oh, for the Olympics. Yeah, there's a skier on there, cross country skier. I'll be damned. We're moving on to another beer. It's the Breckenridge Brewery. You might be aware of them now since we talked about them uh, Friday or Wednesday. I can't remember. Uh, but this is the Christmas Ale, Breckenridge Brewery, fine Colorado ales in Breckenridge, this, Colorado. This uh, brewery's damn near as old as I am, 1993. As older than I am. Yeah. So some of us are have a little bit of wisdom, you know. Well, if that's what you want to call it, I, I do. So Christmas Ale, uh, multi multi full bodied winter warmer. So I'm gonna give it a quick whiff here. Give it the old Dom whiff. It's like the same color as uh, the hibernation ale. Yeah, maybe a little less. Uh, oh, it's more opaque. Yeah, that's a good word. Isn't that a word? Yeah. Is, it, is that see-through? Is that the <clears throat> amount of see-through? Yeah. Weird. Um, Anytime I see a Christmas ale or anything like that, I'm looking for like a peppermint or something, like a minty taste. Is that wrong of me? Yeah, I'm usually scared of them because there's some sort of fruit taste in them I don't enjoy. But this one's almost like a, tastes like pine cones almost. Pine cones. You know that, that like, you know that like sensation in your nose you get when you smell a pine cone or like pine like kind of tastes like uh, woody. This I know does. What you're saying. Gotcha. I this agree. one's 7.1% alcohol by volume. My goodness. Jesus. You guys need a DD? No, I think we'll be <laughs> clear to take him. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> Gargle with it. That's quite the taste tasting technique we didn't have it we don't have any pa- uh, palate cleansers down here really no. you know any limoncello is that what you use lemon what limoncello cello what's that it's a palate cleanser what, what the fuck is, is it yeah it's uh lemon brine you not getting any closer than they Try again. I'm trying to think. So it's just like you water. It's just like water with lemon. Like you get it in your restaurant <laughs> no, when you first sit down. It's alcohol. It has alcohol, and it's like a shot. Oh, I don't know. It's a big thing in Europe, Italy. Saltine crackers in a water is also a palate cleanser. Yeah, but who's just got saltine palate. crackers laying around? Yeah, everybody. Palate cleanser say, might as well have anybody that gets soup some alcohol in it. But it's like, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. It's like the leftover from making wine. Does that make sense? Do lemons go in wine? No, they put lemon. So it's like the leftover brine, I think, from oh. making wine. 
I think you're just trying to spit rhymes over here. Yeah, you're just. That's just part of it. <laughs> just, you're a poet. Yeah, but, you didn't even but know. No, it. Yeah, but seriously, and then they put so it's you know it's very high alcohol content, and they put like they that what do you call that? The outside of a lemon, like the rind. The rind. Yeah. There you go. Is it rind? Or is it rind? I think it's rind. Uh, the part of the lemon that you don't eat. Yeah, I got you. The skin. The yellow part. Yeah. They, and they just put it in there and they let it soak. And so it has a lemony flavor and it's supposed to cleanse the palate. And that's true. I mean, that's kind of like they, when you drink scotch or you go to a scotch taste and they tell you to like hold it in your mouth for a second. So it kind of like numbs your palate for a second. That makes sense. Probably the same sort of idea. And it's probably yeah. the part of the alcohol that's too strong to make wine because it'd be like fucking <clears throat> Yeah, it's like the leftover. That makes sense. Know. That's clutch though. You can get fucked up while you're cleansing your palate too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably smarter than saltines. Unless you suck saltines in Everclear or something. Can't get fucked up eating saltines. I like saltines. I like crackers in general. Do you just like you just like eat saltines as a snack? Well, rich crackers. Okay, mostly. I could agree with that. But saltines, if you just said regular saltines, I'd have walked there and <laughs> slapped you right in the face. No one eats salt- those except for soup. Saltines with a slice of cheese and a little pickle on it, like a slice of pickle. I still prefer I still prefer the the round <clears throat> Would Ritz, you, Ritz, yeah, the Ritz oh, yeah. is still Ritz better for that, or like, or like some summer sausage and some pepper jack cheese on there. Yeah, it's the best meal ever. Might try that when I go upstairs. Did you bring anything to talk about today? Not, not I don't know anything. I've been growing out my chest hair. That's interesting, right? Putting a lot of effort into that. Uh, outside of that. I actually shaved some of my chest hair the other day because I was poking out of my polo t-shirts at work. Really? Yeah. I do that every once in a while too. Yeah. I'm past that point. I have to wear mm. undershirts though. I wear undershirts all the time because I'm allergic to nickel and everything has a like a metal button on it or jeans do. So I get a rash if I don't. I noticed today, well I noticed this the other day, but uh, I bought a new pair of like uh, dress pants, um, kind of like a... They're not slacks, but they're the other kind, kind of like a docker style dress pant. Um, but it's a button, not like a, what do they call that? Like the clasp looking thing? Yeah. Um, it's not the button that you like push through the other part of the jeans. Like one part's got a hole, one part's got a little. Oh, it's like a snap? It's like a metal. It's a snap. Whoa. Yeah. I haven't had one of those since snap. I wore like jeans in middle school yeah. or younger. It's crazy. Wow. They might That's be girl funny. jeans. <laughs> they might be girl <laughs> pants. I'm not really they sure. Have Scott and I butt. used to have jeans like that. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Scott and I used to have jeans like that. I don't know why this popped in my memory, but my mom would get us ready in the morning. <laughs> Scott was so chubby he could never ever get him. He could never button his pants. It was a snap on, so he could never get yeah. him snaps. And mom would always like I'd get mine snapped, and mom would always have to come over to Scott before he left out the door and like tell him to suck in and snap. <laughs> <laughs> and he could never put his socks on either. Oh man, damn! <laughs> it's like they put Scott in a taffy machine. He he literally they yeah, like hung I mean, him with gravity was like sixteen times stronger, and he just went because he's taller than everybody I think it was now. That Met Foreman that he took in middle school. What is it? That just stretched him. It was a uh, medicine for overweight kids. Really? Well, he Something got the super fuck? fucking tall. Where did, Where did I miss the memo at? <laughs> I think they were, he wasn't diabetic, obviously, yeah. but they were worried that it could get to that point, so they gave him metformin, which is, I think is a medicine that people who are diabetic have. 
It regulates insulin. So, yeah, it probably mm. is. But yeah, Stressed you got to put on that. And I think is insulin related to growth? It's a little related to your metabolism, I think, a lot. Like your insulin spikes after you eat a lot. <clears throat> but anyways, like when he started taking that is when he f- shot up grew like four inches in four months. Hmm. But well, <laughs> good shout out. Dude, I'm going to be super self-conscious. Anytime I like eat a big meal, I'm going to be like, fuck, I'm going to have to have my mom come over here and help me button my pants up now. <laughs> no, that's a good strategy. Eat too much, Claire. <laughs> come over here and button my pants. <laughs> yeah, snap on though. Oh, man. I could rip those things off like a fucking warm-up, basketball warm-up now. <laughs> Just <laughs> break away. Well, you need to get a button-up. Yeah, you need to get a pair that the button clasp and zip at the knee. Oh, baby. That's the move. Wear some real slacks under them in case you need to get real professional real fast. <laughs> those are my, these are my warm-up slacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. These are my warm-up khakis. Give me a second. Yeah. Right, you want to interview right now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, sir. Get you, it's tomorrow. It's fine. You got. You can get your dress clothes. No, no, no. Yeah. You sit still. Yeah, it's happening. So I want to go back to procrastination. <laughs> okay. So why do you? Because it's it's interesting because it's something that everybody does. And so, so why do you think that people procrastinate? Or where do you think it comes from? So <clears throat> I do it because I know that I can just do it later. I mean, that's the, that's the easy way out. I know that it's something that doesn't need to get done now and it's not going to take me a lot of time. So let me think of a, for instance, uh, editing the podcast, I guess. So we release the podcast on Wednesdays and Fridays. If I have recorded the podcast on Monday for Friday's episode, I won't edit it until like Thursday because I'm just like doing other stuff and it doesn't need to be done now. And I know I could get it done in a short amount of time. Excuse me. So I just put it off. That's like the easy way out. I think, um, to get a little more. Did you hear that? Somebody's driving like a maniac outside, uh, to dive in a little deeper. I would think that. I mean, procrastination comes from things that you don't, I mean, it's not fun to do, right? It's things that, that aren't enjoyable to do, I guess. For, for me anyway, it's like going to the gym, editing the podcast, I'm trying to think of what else I procrastinate in. Buying Christmas gifts. Buying Christmas gifts. Not exciting because I'm spending money, I guess. Um, I don't know, those are the easiest things to procrastinate because I just... It's not something I want to do at the moment. So I'm looking for that instant gratification, I guess. Yeah. Looking to find something else to do that would... Uh, Here comes the millennial shout outs. Instant gratification, my instant God. Instant gratification. Well, I th- there's something to be said about that, I was that about too. to say, no, I think, I think, I don't know, I don't know much about like history of procrastination. Obviously, it's always existed. But I mean, I definitely think that it might be, there's definitely a case to be made that it's more prevalent because of our overstimulated society like it's so easy to do things now yeah. oh and you it's so you have access to literally everything and your normal habit is to be on your phone or, or on your computer or watching tv or watching something and so when you have all that surrounding you but you're also trying to like for example procrastinating school to learn study something yeah so easy to, to everything just be so accessible to stop studying and start looking at something something else that you might actually find gripping or in 
or interesting. Yeah, and we, I mean, we just all kind of grew up that way. But think of, you know, back 20 years ago when if you wanted to learn about something, you had to what? Read it in the newspaper or go to your fucking local library and check out a book Mm -hmm. and walk back to your house, read it, and then take it back to the bookstore and or whatever, take it back to the library. Yeah. Whereas now put things off well yeah but you can't put it off as long right now okay yeah i could watch a two-minute youtube video and figure out how to do everything that i could learn in a 200 page book in some cases Mm -hmm. now that's not the same i mean that doesn't make sense in all cases but and there's a lot of things that i could think of that i could just watch a (laughs) five minute ten minute youtube video and become proficient in that's fair do you think it's because also that we somehow just like inherently know that our time right now is worth more than our time later. So I was thinking about this the other day. You're aware of time value of money. Yeah. You know, a dollar now is worth more than a dollar a year from now. Mm -hmm. Do you think that your time now is worth more than your time a year from now or a month from now? I mean, I would say yes, but I don't know how that... So you're saying that the time you spent now, you would rather spend that time on doing things that you enjoy as opposed to things that you don't enjoy? Or doing things that make your time later on more about, for instance, so you have, there's a deadline, you have to get something done in a month and you can do it now and make it, make it easy on yourself. Like we were talking earlier, you know, you procrastinate and it just unloads a tremendous amount of stress on you, you know, in that the three days or two days that you're trying to get it done. Uh-huh when you could do it beforehand and save yourself all that stress. So it's like, it's like using your time now to add value to your time later on. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not, I don't know the time value thing you guys are talking about. I'm assuming that's something you guys took in a class. And well, learned. yeah, it's, it's like a finance like, concept. <clears throat> just like, a, just because you can invest. So a dollar right now, nobody says if you're offered a hundred dollars right now or a hundred dollars a year from now, you're going to take it. Now. Everybody in the right now is going to take it right now. Yeah. Because you can do things over that year to make it worth more, right? And then you have inf- inflation and stuff, so you're actually losing buying power over the course of a year. But the whole idea is now is worth more yeah. than later. No, I definitely understand that. I'm I, lost in the concept, though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to No, you're good. You. I don't really have much good to say until that kind of wrapped up because it's kind of just a point. <laughs> I, I don't understand that in the concept of procrastination, though, because you have to do it. It's the same. It's not like if you wait two days to do it, you're going to have more to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have the same amount of stuff to do in well, most cases. In my in my experience, well, I guess you're gonna have compounding stress. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, it's I like, guess. Holy shit! I've got I've got two days to write this 25 page paper, and on top of that, you've got all the stuff that was that came due. Yeah, the things that you don't even consider, yeah. and you're like, oh, and I have this due in another week. Yeah, like you know, and I just, yeah, so I, just I didn't know if if you guys thought that your time now was worth more than your time abs- later. Absolutely, it's it's. It's more valuable now because you're living in it. So you the the feeling aspect of all of it is probably the most powerful part of all of it. When it feels good to do something, you're obviously enjoying that more than like grueling reading of a of a chapter in a textbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the way that this is how I kind of tr- like. Please don't think or take this that I'd never procrastinate because I do all the time, um, and I was the absolute king of procrastinating in college. But 
uh, my standpoint on now and like, cause my job that I, I mean, my day-to-day job is like a lot of like self-driven, there's a problem. I have to slowly try to find solutions and, um, it's a lot of like, I have to drive myself to get results. You know, like obviously people like I'm being driven by a, by a demand, but a lot of it's like, Hey, find work for yourself type of thing. And the way that I've like had to approach that and I've kind of tried to use it in my daily life too is, um, when I think of like, you're saying time, time spent now, like it doesn't just, so results grow like exponentially based on the amount of time you put into it. At least that's how I have to view it. Cause like the more time I spend now, even like professionally on something that I care about, like getting better at, like the more you practice at it now, you only are going to become better at it the longer you do something. So if you're like trying to achieve something, say you have a test in a month and you spend two hours, three times a week reading, like it's going to pay off a lot more at the end. And I don't think I ever did this, so don't get it mistaken. But in my professional life, I try to think like if I can knock a little bit off along the way and then like I'm going to learn something each time I knock something off the list. So it's like that's how I have to approach it now. And it it does. I mean, it holds true. Like if you spend time on stuff throughout the course of a of a of a deadline rather than spending time at the end of the deadline, uh, uh, it, 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 you get crazy results and you have a lot more to say about it. You learn a lot more. Um, that's how I have to approach it. And again, I didn't do that in school, but <laughs> you learn a little bit more as you get older and wiser. Yeah. I'm not old or wise yet. So I, I'm just like, I get stuck in a rut sometimes, but yeah, for me, I think it's just, uh, I know that it's not going to take it. Mostly it's like things that aren't going to take me a long time. I know that it's not going to take me a long time. So I just put it off as long as I can. If I know for a fact that this is going to take me three hours, I'm going to wait until I've got four hours to do it and then knock it out. And then just because that aspect of just dread, like you're just dreading yeah, doing and this. Like I said, most of the stuff that I procrastinate over is not stuff that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, just doing laundry. Laundry's a big one. Oh my god, that's a. I mean, that's a king of. That's a. Yeah, I mean, that that's should easy. be a procrastinated that's item. Easy. I don't. I don't do laundry at all until it's Sunday night at nine thirty at night, and I'm like, fuck, I don't have anything to wear tomorrow. I respect for that move. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, whereas, I mean, I get to nine thirty at night on Sunday night, and I have like two baskets of clothes to do. Whereas I can do like a half a basket of laundry three times a week and be perfectly fine. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's all, I don't really think about procrastination as much now that I'm not in school. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have a lot of deadlines. I mean, there's some sort of deadline that's real in my profession, but like, I don't have like, I don't know when I think of like business or accounting or some sort of sale or something, there seems like there's like a finite date and time. I mean, that's sort of, that's sort of a present in my field, but it's not like as present. So like stress of deadlines is, is present, but not as, I don't know. It's not as present. You learn to get by too. The only procrastination I can think of right now other than laundry is, uh, like buying dog food or like buying dog treats more, more like, I guess Mm -hmm. if you've got a kid, there's probably some more, uh, examples that you might come up with but procrastinate buying diapers yeah we have yeah you gotta learn you gotta learn how to live with it we haven't had dog treats for rudy um in a while so we've just been like feeding him saltine crackers and uh we got this little jar of pretzels that we never finished um that got stale so he's just getting these like stale ass little pretzels for treats and shit like that are the ones with the peanut butter in them no oh 
That seems like the I don't know I haven't had many of those in a long time but I love pretzels by themselves I like peanut butter too Oh so. shit the uh, combos with the I love the combos with the cheese in them Yeah pretzel and cheese No I don't like the pretzel and cheese the pretzel and cheese are good but the cracker and cheese mm-hmm. Holy shit What were we talking about I Procrastination know, I just started thinking about snack foods and that's all I can think about now I don't know I don't understand the fact of uh procrastination and like I don't relate that to time value money or like that way and maybe it doesn't I was just <laughs> I mean it's a good way to think about it but I was just pondering life after I bombed on my finals <laughs> to be fair I think everybody bombed it because everybody looked like their dog had just gotten crushed underneath the garage door after the final yeah. <laughs> underneath but the, uh underneath the garage door so on my way home I was just like holy cow I could have spent the last two weeks studying for this and I wouldn't be feeling this way right now. It's almost like a buyer's remorse feeling at that point too, kind of, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. more just disappointment, I guess, with yourself. You, we've all had tests that we've taken and we're like, fuck me, I should have studied way harder than I did. Yeah. I could have studied way harder than I did and I just didn't. Regret's then, a terrible feeling. And then you always just, like for me, I was trying to justify <laughs> procrastination to myself. Yeah. And a really awesome guy... I'll see if you guys can guess this. I don't know why I remember this. Well, I remember a lot of things that he said just because he was an awesome guy. But he said, and I was in eighth grade. I already well, know who it is. Well, probably. Yeah. He said the human mind is so good at justification. Like it will, no matter what you do, you can always find a way to justify your actions. Even if you know that they were wrong. Whatever you do, you, I mean, basically you're just saying that justification is something that humans are really good at. Not whether that's a good Which thing is a fancy way thing. of saying like everybody's got excuses. Yeah, exactly. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one, right? Mm-hmm. They all stink. And they all stink. Is this Stallbomber? That's got to be a Stallbomber. Stallbomber. Okay. I knew it was. Since in eighth grade, I was like, yeah, he had him in eighth grade history. He said it a lot more eloquently, obviously. Oh, yeah. But the point is, yeah, that we justify ourselves. Hmm. That's a psychological thriller of a statement. I, that I mean, wow. Well spoken. Yeah, good for you. Solomon said it. He said it a lot better. He's <clears throat> a, he's a very eloquent, a very eloquent guy. He is a guy that has words that could be spoken. On a podcast, perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps he could almost he could almost serve as an interviewee. Whoa. Weird. It's not getting ahead of ourselves. He always knew what to say at the right time. Like no matter I don't know. Any like practice games or anything, or even in class. <clears throat> he just always knew what to say and when he said it, it was at the right time. Yeah, don't sell that man short. We talk about him coaching football all the time. He was a fantastic oh, teacher. Fantastic too. teacher. He was the best history teacher. I, I mean, we had good history teachers. I mean Oh my God. I just this just popped up in my head. He's such a history teacher. So <laughs> this is like the one time ever in my entire life that I got Okay, I'll just I'll start here. Uh, no, let's go back. This is the one time in my life I think that I've ever gotten caught cheating on anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my test results back one day, and it was the uh, 
true false section. I remember this vividly. This is high school. This is uh, college credit, like dual credit uh, history that he was teaching. Is a true false section on the test. And every single one of those motherfuckers was crossed off. There was like 10 or 15 questions. And at the top, Solomon wrote, the next time you cheat off somebody, you might want to make sure that they've got the same test version as you. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I felt so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. Did you address it with him or did you just just pretend it never I was just like, yep, he caught me. I mean, (laughs) there's nothing I can do about it. And that's what exactly what happened is I was cheating off somebody on that portion of the test. I, I think that was the only portion because I had no idea what the hell was going on. But he <laughs> he passed out like two or three versions of the test. Yeah, he did that. He had multiple versions. And so I had every single one of them right, just on the wrong fucking version. <laughs> rip. <laughs> Super rip. Uh, I don't know why that just popped into my head, but that was so funny. Me and Curtis got in trouble when we were in junior high. Uh I can't remember if we were in seventh or eighth grade. It wasn't even like, it's so silly because like there's so much to be said about education and like learning with another person, like learning together. Uh, But we were working on, we got called out for saying we were cheating in junior high because me and Curtis were working on an assignment together and just like, oh, what'd you get for like, we were looking up the answers at the same time and answering at the same time. Like Curtis didn't have my paper and I like looking at mine or I wasn't looking at his, like we were answering questions together. And they called us out for cheating and gave us a zero on the assignment, which we still, we still ended up with like probably like 96s in the class. But it was like, <clears throat> what the? Me and Curtis were so scared. That's what we were in junior high. We were so terrified that we just got in the <laughs> hugest amount of trouble and we lost like 10 points on an assignment. Oh, man, we were squares back then. That's the worst. Getting called out for something that you didn't do. Because I've, I've, I've never really got, I've never gotten in trouble for cheating Except for my mythology class when I was over in Italy. <laughs> Weird. Oh, yeah. You got to blame it on that you didn't know the language. <clears throat> exactly. Easy cop out. No, it was some simple <laughs> answer on a test. And I just had, I had to completely guess on it. And this one kid, guy who was in my class, who sat clear across the room, guessed the exact same thing. Because the the, the call of the question was geared towards like, animals or something so i guess like dog and bird and I, apparently he guessed the same thing and so she the next day she's like uh mr farwell uh can i speak with you so she called me over to the side and i was like okay this is weird yeah what's up um it appears that you and so-and-so cheated off of each other um did you cheat off of him or did, you, did he cheat off of you <laughs> she's like I, kn- I know you guys sit next to each other and i was like lady he sits all the way over there <laughs> like there's no way i could have cheated so, anyways, you tell her that. Did I she just leave me, or did she? Did she? Did she believe you? She felt bad. Yeah, she's a she's a really nice lady, but I was really irked that she like thought that I had like cheated on something so insignificant. You just gotta was. tell her it was, it was like deja vu. <laughs> called it a yeah. What's that called? Coincidence. That's a coincidence. That's coincidence. <laughs> no, it's it is. You're right. It's like it's you. <laughs> You feel kind of attacked, and that's like now looking back at that, like that. For instance, with maybe Curtis remembers it a little differently, but I don't re- believe either of us were looking off the other person's paper. I don't remember the whole circumstance. I guess maybe I'm wrong, but I definitely feel like we were working on something together. And uh, like now looking back at that idea in that situation, it's like that's like one of the best ways to learn is to learn together. So it's like if I would have had a little bit of gumption as a seventh grader, I'd be like, listen here, people, 
piss off. I'm learning. Yeah. Especially if it's your buddy. Yeah. You know, like, and you guys are both competitive guys, you know, so if one understood something and could explain to the other, you're like, oh. It's the only reason I was good at school when I was young. I wanted to be as good as those two. Yeah. Dude, our class cheated off each other so fucking hard. It wasn't even funny. That's why we're so stupid. I don't know that. I really don't like honestly that we were just like, hey, piss off! I got 100 on the spelling test, or I'm on this part in the times tables and stuff. We like were that. super competitive, competitive when it came to like getting our grades back, but when it came to like doing homework during the, the day and stuff like that, it was just cheat city. But <laughs> it was basically uh, who could be the the lesser of the dumbasses when it came to getting <laughs> our test scores back. I guess we were the same way with homework, but it always ended up being. It would always be a variation of Gabe's work <laughs> that would be passed down. It just got through. trickled down. Yeah, it would just be like rooted down to everybody else. <laughs> it was real linear work. How'd you guys all get the same sort of yeah, idea? like an hour before. Oh, but I would God. always make sure because I felt that I would like make sure I got one or two wrong. <laughs> oh. That's the bell curve effect right there if I've ever seen it because that thing right there that you're just talking about, you look off at of Gabe's and you like act like you got a couple wrong. You go and pass it off to the next person who's getting a couple more wrong and a couple yeah. more wrong, and then so, pretty soon you got a fucking so, bell curve. So it ends up being like a social bell curve. It's not a bell curve. Like, yeah, normal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get the grade you feel like you deserve. Yeah. It's a social. That's yeah, maybe that's, the most insane. Dude, I just, just stumbled upon education. something. Yeah, we just cracked education. Holy just, shit. Yeah. And the people at the end, it trickles so far that they're just ended up guessing on those ones. Yeah. And they got fucked. But Wow. How, how, uh, how progressive of Blinden High School to just allow us no to shit. just decide our grades by we basically saying, I, des- I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't try very hard. I didn't try as hard as Chase. He probably deserves the 100. I'll, 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 if take, anybody, the, I'll take the 88. If anybody takes that idea and like goes and does a, what do they call that? Where you're like in your master's program and you're doing a study. Oh, like a thesis. Yeah. Thesis. If anybody does a thesis on the social bell curve of... I don't know. High school grades, high school, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TM. TM. <laughs> I was just about to say, no, we'll just apply that to the YouTube school we're going to start. Yep, that's true. We're going to start the University of YouTube, Skyler. We got to really get on that if we were doing the class at 2024 you or talked to Scott. Scott, was, he called me the other day talking about some, he wanted to do some online. We already tool. TM'd it. Tell him to stop. Scott, I have good internet. Uh, He was supposed to be getting better internet, but he hasn't been on, he hasn't been on the internet lately off the grid off the grid well they had they're on the grid but he hasn't been using it <laughs> he's been busy riding around on his electric scooter that he got which he looks really <laughs> funny on by the way because he's so damn big yeah praying mantis yeah what we kind should of, uh, what kind of scooter is it i don't know but the thing goes like 18 miles an hour probably like 15 with him on it <laughs> i thought you were about to say <laughs> you go a, like 80 miles an hour yeah, is this a stand-up scooter nah, or 18 like a miles an hour pretty quick might be yeah, for a fucking wheelchair. It's I was going to say, no, I think humans can it's not like sprint a scooter. like 16. Okay. It's not like a moped or scooter. It's like a, it's an actual like, razor, know, like scooter. scooter yeah. Except it's got an electric, an, an electric oh, motor on gotcha. it. Gotcha. We saw some of those um, in up in Kansas, Kansas City. City yeah. Well, yeah, the bird. The bird, yeah. That's what inspired Scott to get a scooter because he works like 10 minutes from where he lives. So he just... Scoots to work. Scoots to work. Uh, did you guys ride the birds? No, I did. I was you trying to, to figure them out. Card, yeah, think, you got to get a membership. Or or something. Yeah, it's an app, and you just they oh. like charge you through the app. And you're my iPhone on. has no space. Yeah, on. yeah I, I had zero dollars at that point in my life anyway. So it's a blast. It's really pretty inexpensive too. I mean, but fuck, that's, that's cheap entertainment, I guess. Yeah, it's like eight cents a minute. Yeah, 
Jesus Christ, if I would have known that. So if you're not familiar, we were in um, we were in Kansas City. We went. Trey invited us to the uh, KU basketball game there at the Sprint Center, and we're walking around. So this is downtown downtown Kansas City, and they've got Bird scooters, which are just electric scooters, I imagine. That apparently you pay through the app and swipe your card or swipe your phone up, and it unlocks the wheels, and it's just electric scooter that you can scoot around in. Super confused. How does it do they charge? Because they're just like fucking randomly parked on the road. You have an app on your phone. It's the Bird app. Or there's different. I mean, there's Bird. There's multiple. Do you mean charge like pay or charge like? No, no, like charge like the battery. Battery. Oh, they have. They pay you. You on the app also. You can be a charger, and basically you you go around and pick up the dead birds, and you take them to (laughs) a charging station. The dead birds. Yeah. The dead scooters, bird scooters, and you take them to a charging station and charge them, and they pay you for charging them. I'm going to drive around and pick up a bunch of dead birds and call the bird app and be like, listen, I got a bunch of dead I got a bunch of dead starlings here. What would you like me to yeah. do with them? Shove the, Robins. Yeah. Shove, the, yeah. shove the crow's ass on the charging port there. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, Manhattan's got those green, uh, what do they call those? Green apple bicycles that are just free to use. You just... Yeah. Leave them wherever haphazardly, throw them in a fucking ditch somewhere after you pulled a just had a bender, just went on a bender one night. Um, Terrible. So that's idea what I kind of thought was now. going on. Yeah, yeah it's different. Not, though. It's, not idea. I mean, it's kind of created a craze for electric scooters. Like Scott went on and bought his own, and I've been on slick deals lately. If you haven't heard of slick deals, you need to check it out. <laughs> no free ads. Wow, free ads, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they paying you for that? <laughs> It's an app. <laughs> Anyways, there's been like three or four scooters, electric scooters have been on there in like the last four months. What do they run? So like what's the price on one? Well, it depends on how fast you want to go. How fast you want to go. Well, if I'm going to spend money on a goddamn scooter, I want the hop. I want the hop. Yeah, yeah I'm, the last I'm thinking like 30 mile an hour. 30 mile an hour? Yeah. yeah. What Maybe the? you wearing a helmet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think 250, I think, for one that goes 21 miles per hour. I watched Dom's, like, rollerblade at 40, so he's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> you rollerblade at 40 miles an hour? Yeah. You're, are you wearing a helmet? No. You need to be wearing a helmet. I don't do it often. I did it one fucking time. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's like a long time ago. <laughs> right, like, well. we just drive down Wanamaker with him on my, on my car on rollerblades. <laughs> what is that? Tony, I pro skater when you're holding on to the back yeah, of the vehicle. Yeah, skitching. Yeah, skitching on the back. That's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. Is yeah. it skitching? Skitching. Sketching. No, skitching. Sketching's with a pencil. I guess you were the skater. You went through a skating phase. Dude, look it up. I also play Tony Hawk. Every single one of them. So here I am, skitching. Older all the <laughs> time. So I guess we can go back to that story. There was just a phase I had, and I could always rollerblade, but there was I don't know when I don't know when it happened, but I started rollerblading in front of everybody, and everybody the, thought it was super funny. It was the jorts phenomenon. Yeah, I think that was probably the first time we all put those jorts on. And started I, at my senior year, right after the state basketball tournament. Yeah, and I just decided to th- toss on the rollerblades. Yeah. I think I got, I found a pair at, I don't know, what was that, uh, as good as new or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I found a pair that fit me there. Uh, but yeah, we threw some jorts on and I tossed some rollerblades on and started rollerblading out in the middle of nowhere, right in the middle of 75 They hour. were inlines too, weren't they? Oh yeah, You're it had to be inlines. speed skating, dude. Yeah. 40 MPH. Not right there, but anyway. So I just, I had rollerblades at that point. <laughs> and... Uh, one night, I don't know if we were drinking or what. We had to have been drinking or there something. Was definitely, it was, yeah. I think there was probably some involved. 
this is when a friend of ours, uh, Justin Payne, mm-hmm. had a little Toyota Celica. And he was driving down 75 Highway. And I like we got this idea that I was going to skitch on the back of his fucking Celica. I was grabbing onto the back of his little spoiler back there. And he starts going down 75 Highway. Well, the cop... This one, Casey's is still at the old Casey's. Yeah, the old Casey's. Uh, Daryl was sitting at the old Casey's just doing whatever he does. This had to have been 10 or 11 at night. Uh, I saw him. I freaked out. I let go. And I go creaming into the... Okay, so all the driveways on 75 have that little slant. Everybody takes a little bike off of it and stuff, a little ramp. Where the driveway meets... 75 highway yeah there's a little angle in the concrete and so i took that and i ramped into the grass i took two steps because all my momentum was taking me took two steps hit the sidewalk and my skates go right out in front of me and i almost do a fucking backflip into this person's (laughs) yard right by i don't know and i just laid there in the grass I rolled around on the floor. Like I rolled around on the sidewalk by the main <laughs> street laughing my fucking ass off because it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I laid in the oh, grass. Nothing gosh. really hurt. I was just like, shit, I'm going to get a fucking speeding ticket. Speeding. Speeding in the middle of town. DUI. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to get, but Man. yeah, that was kind of crazy. So that was your near death experience in high school? Yeah, I had a couple of those. Yeah. I jumped out of Trey Todd's truck one time. Yeah. Oh, boy. I was driving, and we went to go pick up my car. I was thinking about this the other day, actually. He was in the passenger seat. I was driving his truck, and my car was at, like, another kid's house. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to drive and slow down, and I'm going to hop out because he had, like, bench seats, I think, in his truck or... um whatever and i'm just gonna go really slow and then hop out you can hop in the driver's seat and i go and get my car i don't know how fucking fast i was going but i jumped out of the car out of his truck and my fucking feet stuck in the ground like it was concrete i don't know i don't it just stuck in the ground shoulder and head hit the fucking road just sitting there yeah i was really stupid but we played a silly game in that truck of tees where we had a softball. Do you remember that? From the passenger seat, and it was it was oh. never like we weren't destroying anything really. You'd throw and try to hit a sign of some sort, so we tried to throw the softball and hit like stop sign when you're going like twenty or thirty. It was really yeah. kind of fucking hard. Um, but we were right there near his his uh, his home, and uh, he th- I threw it, and it rolled on the other side of the road on the driver's side, and uh, he comes up. And he just gets out the car like he's a ghost riding it to grab the ball. <laughs> well, that old truck would idle at fucking 20 miles an hour. So yeah. it just took off like a <laughs> motherfucker down the middle of that road. And so I'm like, oh shit. From the, he's like, like running as fast as he can. The door is wide open. <laughs> and so I reach over and I had never driven that truck. I didn't realize how touchy his brakes were, but I like, I felt like I was SpongeBob with my little big toe touching, <laughs> touching the brake. Well, I hit the brake. With my hand panicking, I'm sure I like fucking punched it to the floorboard in hindsight, but I hit the brake and it stopped us like, well, the the driver's side door like flew further open and T's dead sprinting. 
and then just slaps it and slaps into the driver's door and <laughs> falls into the car. Had a bruise on his face from hitting the door. It was oh my God. tragic. He's like, what the hell, man? I was like, I thought we were going to run into the parked cars. That's oh, man. Shit. High school. What a nightmare. Let's talk about uh, this Christmas sale real quick. I finished mine. Read it too. Easy peasy. Skyler, you're the last one to finish. What do you think? <clears throat> the last drink was as good as the first. Wow. No. It was a good beer. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm really picky on beers, but you know, generally like everything. I thought it tasted good. This is only the second <clears throat> Breckenridge Brewery beer that I've had, and the other one was tasted on this Beer Breath podcast. Um, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. I'd like to try some more of their brews yeah um i thought it was good i i don't know what it is about seasonal stuff especially christmas stuff i think it's going to be something other than what it is Mm -hmm. um but i think it's just that dark warm style of beer uh, that's really good for the season and i should drink them more often and i probably will uh but i thought it was good i'm gonna give it a thumbs up i'll go thumbs medium uh, I Oof. do like Breckenridge Brewery. I've had a few of their beers when I was actually out there, but I had never tried this one. I, I agree with you. I, I tend to not love the holiday, especially the Christmas ones. I love October beers and like fall beers, but <clears throat> Christmas beers always seem to have something absurd, like some peach flavor or something wild yeah. that I don't like, Yeah, that I don't tend to like. So th- this one was still pretty, it was better than most of the holiday Christmassy beers I've tried, but um definitely not better than other ones that this brewery has did you give a thumbs up or thumbs down i didn't yeah thumbs up like yeah thumbs up fuck it i mean i i, I don't know <laughs> i'm i feel bad giving someone a thumbs down unless they no really no they're not paying us shit that to that's what i just said i've yeah. had like six or three or four of their beers i liked this one i just didn't love yeah i just i just think every beer is its own experience and that's a good way to look at it so special Jesus, does everybody get a participation award too, Skyler? These experiences come six packs at a time. Yeah. So <clears throat> that is true. It's that not like true. you're signing your life away by buying something yeah. like this. I mean, ten bucks for a six pack of beer. I would, I would give a thumbs up. Yes, for someone to buy a six pack of this beer and at least try it. I would definitely try this over other holiday beers I've tried. Yeah, I agree with you there. There's some. What was that one that we tried? At my house. Yeah. It's like Shiner Cheer. Yeah. I did not like it. It doesn't taste like a beer. It tastes like something else. It's too fruity. It's yeah. Too yeah, I agree. Well, we're getting close to wrapping this episode up. Um, there is one question that needs to be discussed. And I don't know why we didn't discuss it in the last couple episodes. kind of keep forgetting it. Yeah. But, Skylar Farwell, do you scrunch or do you fold when you wipe? Do I scrunch or do I fold? Yes. When I wipe my butthole? Yes. <laughs> I fold. Okay. Two Can squares. Two squares. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's all every time? Two squares. Well, it depends on the ply of the toilet paper. Obviously. Okay. Mm, for sure. Toilet paper is something I never, you know, cheap brand out on. Yeah. Okay. You always... I you, get good toilet paper if that's one thing. Good get toilet what you paper. Pay for. And then cutie orange... Cutie oranges every time over <laughs> off-brand oranges. Whoa. Hold on here. Let, okay, let's go back to the toilet paper first. Yeah. And then... So, good toilet paper. Two squares. 
stack those squares, and then I do one fold. So you're like you're like wiping your ass. Whoa, like hold, on, hold on, hold on, half of toilet paper's width. So you take a square and you rip it off. <clears throat> no, two squares. Okay, I take two squares, rip it, and then and then yeah, and one then, over top, yeah. and then fold that, and then I fold that again. Whoa, Ooh, that's okay. so narrow. You must feel pretty good about your aim at your b your b hole. So you it's probably don't that. recycle then, as far as going two wipes with one. Oh no, I don't know. I don't. You don't okay. fold again after you've wiped. No. Fold again and then try to wipe. No, again. I thought you meant my recycling. No, my no, use no. tissue. No, 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 I don't recycle. I just it's just. Do you inspect? Clean, Yes, every okay. time. Okay. Front wipe or back? Oh, I already know the question. Of front wipe or back wipe? You're going to make fun of me, but front wipe. Not going to make fun of him at all. I am. doesn't make sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? I don't front wipe. You're wiping it right into your gooch. <laughs> yeah, well, you look like every five-year-old ever wiping his butt. <laughs> I don't care. You... Yeah, there's a lot of people inspecting me while I'm wiping my ass, Skyler. I'm just saying. Oh, hey, gotta be random sort of... woman at the bar, don't watch me shit. That's basically what you're so saying. Why do you, so what's so what's your whole ideal with people wiping from the back as opposed to the front? I doesn't. I just said it. You're wiping it all your shit right into your gooch. Not really. <laughs> you're aiming it that way, yeah. Or is it as opposed to aiming it towards your upper back? <laughs> no, I know. I, I mean, don't have that much. Of, I don't have that much of a. But you just said you have to inspect, right? Yeah, so you're inspect. just putting so much risk of wiping shit right on your balls. That's not not like I'm making a pit stop of my balls and wiping. Yeah, it on you're my just balls making it a pretty bad. Shitting. You're making a really. You're making it really risky when you do that. You're really. No, you're really not, putting it at risk. I mean, unless you've got enormous balls, you run no risk whatsoever. <laughs> You're saying there's no risk. What You just said no risk whatsoever. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. There's, you, some, there's more sure, risk sure, than sure. my risk. There's some risk involved. More risk than my risk. I don't agree with that statement. No, okay. Well, with that being said, I've never hit my balls with the toilet paper. Well, good job. Jesus. So, I mean, there is a risk that you get shit elsewhere. <laughs> Always, it's just going to be the top of your ass crack instead of your balls. Yeah, but I, dude. So, okay. Other part of that question is on your clothes, maybe on on your side of your. Well, shirt? Jesus, I'm not wearing fucking a tall tee from no. fucking champs. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what's the other way? What's the uh, fuck? <laughs> Paul Wall, I'm not no, Paul no. Wall out here. What's the what's the brand? Hey, fuck. No, so no free ads. Say. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Are we? Are you not supposed to do free ads? Wait, yeah, I mean, we weren't not getting paid. Why would we fucking advertise for him? Yeah, that's true. Anyways, how, okay, so that's part of it. I, I, I'm the most hybrid person of all time when it comes to that. And Jordy, uh, old Jordy Mac, agrees with me on it. But how many on an average on an average uh, trip to the toilet where you're taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, if you will? How many wipes? That is totally dependent. On what I had two nights before. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking what the average is. <laughs> Let's say you go in and have like a normal stool. A normal stool? You make yeah. a normal boom boom. Um, five. I, five, I uh, feel like. I feel good about that. Okay. Just because I always do one for good measure. I always do a good yeah, measure. No, oh, you're, you you're, yeah, no. You're undershooting. I mean, a lot of people have yeah, a lot yeah. more. Really? Yeah, the well, average pretty, is usually like eight. I'm in I'm in the six to 12 range. Yeah. To be fair. That's a wow. And I'm medium wow. compared to the, some of the conversations yeah. we've had. Wow. I'm, I'm little, super low. Like well, people make fun of me. I'm so low. Also, I, I'm a really good prepper. I don't... I'm so... 
I do the I do this the cheek spreading beforehand. I'll like so it just basically sway. fucking falls out, huh? <laughs> yeah. So okay. I don't have to deal with any of it getting caught, and you know. Here's the thing that I think that gets me to that twelve range sometimes is that I'm very impatient when I'm on the toilet. I am, unless <clears throat> I found a good YouTube video. Yeah. So it could be first wave out the door, and I'm ready to go. Like, do my paperwork and get out of there. But sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's more. Yeah. It's like you're wiping a marker. (laughs) (laughs) No. I, uh, dude, I'm glad that, I mean, I'm at least happy that it's, it's five. Mine's, I think I said four. So. Yeah, you were real low. But I'm super happy Jordy agrees with me. Yeah. Same sort of strategy too. So I fold, but I have a little crunch at the end. So there's a little bit of surface area and a little texture added yeah. to it. Uh, but I definitely don't do two squares. That's just fucking maniacal. Yeah, it's got to be three squares for me. I got 100% four, I at think. least. Three I squares mean, is a good baseline for me. Sometimes I'll pull two squares off and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to layer another square on top of there. Yeah. It's just I call it what it is. I but just got to be real careful because I don't want to... But he is right. It's, that. it's never consistent. It's it really oh, dependent on no. your diet. Like you eat a lot of spicy food, rip. That's a six. That's a six square. Uh, yeah. Uh, no inspect. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. Not even wipe. Just like touch. Yeah. Just like and then da- sh- straight into like, the bowl. Like you just kind of yeah. Give a little dab. dab like yeah, a little spank, dab. Like spank yourself a little bit there. Just and to test and see what exactly <laughs> we have on our hands. Yeah. What here. am I? Yeah. What am I dealing with? Oh. oh today was a you know don't trust your fart kind of day. Really? Yeah. Mine kind of has been too. And I know. Yeah. We've had this conversation. I So I'm still an anomaly, I guess, as well, because I've never shit my pants as an adult. Wow. I've never shit my pants as wow. an adult. Good. I'm glad that I'm not the only one again, because everybody's told me that I'm the only one that had it. I've definitely lived that moment where I was definitely on the on the brink of, of shitting, for sure. Have you ever had, like, streaks in your pants? Uh-uh. I have a clean, I have a clean, I have a clean pooper. Not since I was a kid. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm talking like 14 and up, like high school age or older. Yeah. At least. No, I was always a pretty... I've shit my pants in the last year and a half. <laughs> I have... 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I... Who's I, the, I, Royal, the Royals coach? Uh, George, he's not the coach. George, George Brett. Brett. Yeah, he talks about eating George, shrimp whatever. in Vegas. Have you watched that video? No. I oh, no, it's a, hilarious. There's a clip at spring training. He's talking to some young players. You shit your pants? About shitting his pants in Vegas after he <laughs> ate seafood dinner. Wow. And he could feel it running up. down into his loafers and shit. Oh, God. I've never like actually shit my pants like that Yeah, before. he had like food poisoning from seafood. So he was oh. like, r- literally running water out of his asshole. Um, no, I, uh, I've definitely lived that moment. You were talking about... Uh, on your monologue, you're talking about like wanting to see somebody in that moment. Yeah. So I was living that moment uh, with Colin, uh, past interviewee on the on the on the podcast, and a, a friend of all of ours. He was in the passenger seat, and he's lived it too because we're all we're all humans. And I don't remember what we'd eaten, but I literally was at the 29th exit off of 70 470, <laughs> stepping on the gas up like that <laughs> posture you're talking about. Up yeah. off the seat, like you you couldn't even register you in that seat. The seatbelt detector wouldn't even know you were there. And uh, he's laughing at me. And I was like, shut, you shut your fucking mouth because you're making me laugh and I'm relaxing. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to shit my pants if you don't like, if you don't calm down. And this is when we lived over uh, at that Arrowhead spot. This is when we lived in Arrowhead. 
I literally got I literally got right in front of our place. I didn't even pull into the carport and just slammed it in park. I was like, park my car and took off in because I was so Oh, uh, you got to go upstairs too at that place too. Oh, huh? no. We had one downstairs. No, we had one in the middle floor. No, but you had to go upstairs to get to the door, didn't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. But I, dude, That's I, enough I, stairs to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I, Two or I three took steps. A, I don't th- I think it was a bunny hop up the stairs. I don't think mm. I took strides or nothing. I was not having a good time, but successfully kept myself from shitting because I told Colin if he kept laughing, I was going to punch him in the fucking face. That's hilarious. So that's where you get in that moment. You get that desperate. Quit laughing at me. Quit laughing with me because my my core is relaxing. Oh, God. Yeah, it's when you get... I mean, you're five minutes away from that moment of no return and then it's just downhill from there. I mean, obviously... I haven't like uncontrollably shit my pants where I just said, fuck it all. I'm just going to like full on shit. Yeah. But I've just not been able to hold it shit a little bit and then held the rest of it until I could get oh. to the toilet. Miserable. That's Miserable. so bad. Because then yeah. you're not only dealing with the fret of like flexing everybody uh-huh. bodily muscle from your nipples to your fucking ankles. You're you're like sitting in your own mess at that point. Yeah. You're sitting in your own mess and flexing that hard. And it's not. I mean... You can't even fathom that smell. No. <laughs> I just don't know how that happens. Like, as a grown adult, you can't have the grit to just <laughs> suck it up. Just literally keep it sucked up for, you know, four, five, 20, whatever it is you need to do. I don't oh. think it's not a mental game at this point. No, no. It's, it's not a physical mental. incapability. I've been to that stage, but oh, the, when man. it hit me, it was right there, and I was like five minutes from home. Yeah. If I would have fought that from even, like, I would have been on the side of 75 Highway shit if that had hit me in Carbondale <laughs> because I could not have held that any longer. Oh, my God. If I'd have hit that, if I'd even hit that, if I would even hit that it, at uh, Topeka Boulevard exit, if that had hit me there, I wouldn't have been able to make it to our place. I bet you would have. No, dude, I'm telling you now. Yourself. I was. Th- I have a dude, pretty not a pretty strong core, and I was not a willpower. Now, it's not it a willpower not, thing oh, at that it point. Did not happen. It's not a willpower. It's okay. not one more down and back. It's I not one more lap around the track. It's a. I just can't ha- hold it. You should knock Sounds on like some wood. Rationalizing, making excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Last off, I'm about that rationalizing. You should knock on wood quick because it's gonna happen to you yeah. real soon if you're not careful. There you go. I ain't worried about it. I'm going to go back before we wrap this up. You said something about cuties. What was that? And we talked oh, about yeah. toilet paper and cuties. Yeah. The, uh, so the, are, they're mandarin oranges, right? Those small yeah. oranges, the mini or, midget or, oranges. What else do they call them? They're like, uh, tangerines or something. Tangerines. Too. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're miniature oranges. That's what I call them. Yeah. So those are like my guilty pleasure. Not like my guilt. I just really like them. So I eat them a lot. And I bought, I decided to buy the off brand ones the other day. Halos. And I say off brand. I don't know if there's an off brand of them, but most, you generally hear about Halos being the brand. Yeah. And that's what I usually buy. Yeah. But they, they take a freaking hour to peel. Where the Halos, you put Dang. one little nick in there and you can just peel it off pretty much in five or 10 seconds. You just shove Nud in there. You just put one little nick in there and take the peel off. <laughs> yeah. You just shove Nud well, right in there. The whole thing just comes off. But with these, it's like, it, it takes a lot of work but anyway so that's one thing toilet paper toilet paper <laughs> toilet paper and uh midget, midget oranges i don't uh <laughs> that's the, the those are the only things <clears throat> i'm sure there's others i just can't think of right now i definitely uh i definitely agree with the toilet paper move um i don't ever skimp on that you shouldn't i think that's irresponsible if you do yeah 
I'm a mixture of, I mean, toilet paper can be too soft, right? Yeah. And it can be too thin and too hard and things like I'd that. I'd rather but. it be too soft and thick, though, than to be too thin and I'm wiping my ass with my own hand. Ideally, you've got three rolls, each designated for a certain type of stool, right? <laughs> that is something that I never thought of. TM, TM on the toilet, toilet paper, paper buffet. Yeah. A toilet paper buffet that is what you're inventing right now. Yeah. You maybe you have a role for testing and you do your test wipe and you're like, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tier three. <laughs> right? Or it's gonna be a tier one. Yeah. Easy money. What is three wipes we're out of here? Wow. So. I have never thought about it like that. I think we talked about a bar where you had like a million different types of toilet paper, but never like a severity level. How easy would that be to just put install two three? More yeah. Oh, I already know how to do rolls. it. You just you know the little things you put by your sink that has fucking for tape paper towels. Just turn yep. it sideways and put it in your room. Your Good bathroom. idea. Tm. Holy shit! That's an actually really good idea. Just gotta go buy three different brands of toilet paper, different plies, please. We'll try it at our place, <laughs> main level. That's funny. Yeah. Well, we already talked about the Christmas ale, right? Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. about the hibernation ale. Mm-hmm. Would you like better out of the two, or is that too? Um. Is that too like disputable? I think if I went back and I had to choose between the two, I'd probably go with the hibernation ale. What do you think, Sky? Again, I'm not picky, but I probably if I had to drink another one, I'd drink the hibernation ale since I just drank the Christmas ale. <laughs> you just go back and forth. I like the hibernation ale a little better too, but I'm not saying that I I haven't tried many other like I I think I've had another great divide beer, but I don't know. But I I don't take this as a slight Breckenridge Brewery. I know you're listening, but oh yeah. No, that's good stuff. For sure, it's good, but hibernation is a little better. And well, again, so, I think that's still I think that's still aligned with the fact that the holiday beers really aren't my thing. Christmas holiday beers. True. What did we have the last time? Avalanche? Avalanche. Yeah, that was really good. It yeah. was really good. It was super good. That's what I'm saying. I've had their beers a couple times, and they're really good. Yeah. Yeah, these are both darker, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're dark. Let's wrap up. So, we talked about the beers. We talked about procrastination. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Uh, getting hit on as a teenager by your English teacher, Miss Fatass, <laughs> things like that. Uh, it's been an informative epi- episode. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook page, um, do all the good stuff on social media. Um, some announcements, I guess. We are going to be back together as a full crew soon. Um, shout out to the guys over in the Manhattan studio who put together uh, a little episode on the new K-State hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check that out. If you haven't seen it or heard it already, um, it was a little bonus episode that came out on Tuesday. Uh, other than that, we will be back next week, most likely as a full crew. I'm not sure. Uh, but big things happening in the Beer Breath podcast soon. We've got some interviews coming up. Uh, excited to spread some knowledge to the listeners. So thanks for being here. Thank you, Skylar, again for hanging out with the crew. Hopefully we can come back and talk about some more bullshit. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. Trey, you got anything to add? Uh, Tyler Lockett better know. I know this is like, this is pre-recorded, but Tyler Lockett better not catch another ball or I'm going to lose to Tyler Decker. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> easy peasy 
All right, lads. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday next week and get your fucking Christmas shopping done. See ya. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer.